0: This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and
1: Electric. Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. This is the Ruskin and Sack Podcast, brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing.
2: It's a week until Thanksgiving. We'll all hopefully be wearing sweatpants and taking a nap right about now. Next week.
3: Amen. Right? Amen.
2: That's right. That's where I plan on being. about the rest he is, but uh that's what I'm gonna be doing. Uh this is ESP at Arkansas and hit that dot com. You can join us on the McClarty Daniel hotline at eight six six two eight five four zero zero five. Um, Sam Pittman's still the coach.
1: Can't wait either. That's
2: right, exactly. <laughs> and um that's uh that's the update good night everybody Thank
3: well I, we we may have some news and it's not good news. Um, yeah i i'm I'm chasing this down i i got a uh, i got a little tip here just a couple of minutes ago, but it looks like Arkansas is about to lose another recruit anonymous tip yeah looks like mm. uh, they're about to lose another 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 commitment yeah the defensive end out of uh, Mills, uh, I think his last name's Collins. Maybe, uh, maybe heading <laughs> to go see uh, Lane Kiffin down at uh, down at Ole Miss.
2: Oh, that's uh, working. Working that's what to scuttle butt is
3: working oh. to confirm as we speak. Lost Crutchfield. No. Uh, he he's a Missouri lean now uh, potentially. A uh, four star defensive end headed uh to, to a team uh, well I would say within your division, but they're not in your division anymore. Right. Charleston Collins, a uh, four star out of uh Wilbur D- I didn't realize it was uh Wilbur D. Mills, uh, Mills out of Little Rock. Um you think it was Harry Mills? Like what what do you I I, I, I I honestly I had no idea. Um I, I hadn't really given it that much thought. It's not think, Fanny to Fox. Be quite high. Honest, I mean, it that's... just kinda caught me off guard that it's Wilbur. Oh so we're not making Wilbers
2: uh, anymore, are we?
3: No, no, Wilber, not uh, not a name that you're, ma- you know, we're making a comeback, though. Maybe, maybe. we should uh, bring Wilber back. DQ, what do you think about, uh, he's a 10, but his name's Wilber?
1: I mean, okay, so imagine you know someone named Will, mm-hmm. and you're like, you call him Will, and then, you know, you see, you know, oh, yeah, your name's William. No, it's Wilber. That cool. would be silly. I like it. <laughs> I think it'd be cool. <laughs>
2: William has been done to death. I mean, good grief! That's right. There's Wilbur, a billion Williams.
3: It, it's time to bring the Wilbers back. That's right. That's right. Do you think stand...
2: Mr. Ed ruined Wilbur?
3: Um, old
2: bamboo harvester.
3: I, I, I don't. I don't know that Mr. Ed did. Um, yeah. well, what? Uh, give me some other. I mean, there was Wilbert Montgomery Montgomery, played for the Eagles in the uh, the eighties.
2: Wilbur Marshall.
3: Right there, you go. So, so it, it hasn't been that long.
2: Right. Right.
3: Uh, here's a text. What if Kiffin goes to Texas A and M? Well, maybe he takes him with
2: him.
3: What if Kiffin stays at Ole Miss? Just a thought.
2: What is he going to do? And will he? Well, we know what he will do. Wait,
3: what he will do is he will troll all of you with every yes. single That's school right. opening that comes up, and none of it's going to happen. He's going to be at Ole Miss. Yeah,
2: he's already said he's not going there, which uh, of course means that um, he is currently uh, hiring a decorator as we speak to scope out a home for them to uh, renovate there in right brian and college station so hey, i D-
3: dq we got a question for you here on the mcclarty daniel hotline daniel has texted him hey dq do you ever wonder when they talk about older stuff what the hell they're talking about
1: i usually never know <laughs>
3: <laughs> fair. that's fair thanks dq appreciate that i used to love
2: watching mr ed on nick at night when i was a kid.
3: Uh, Ryan and Prairie Grove says Wilbur, Wilbur's plural, are people that come out of the cornfields. Pretty sure he's seen a few.
2: Mm, Okay. Wow. Yeah, so. about that? uh, There you go. Wow. I'm currently looking up the show Mr. Ed on the internet. Ran from 1961 to 1966 on CVS.
3: And he's buried over in Tahlequah.
2: Yeah, Bamboo Harvester, the horse who played Mr. Ed, yes. Buried in Tahlequah,
3: yes. yeah, yeah. No. Okay. Alan right. Young played Wilbur Post. Wilbur Post, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's everything you wanted to know about the Mr. Red show, right here.
2: We got it, man. We're all mm. over it here. Yes.
3: Tanner Tupelo says it's fair to say if we start bleeding recruits, then Hunter Juracek will be forced to make a move, right? Or would Pittman's answer for that be the portal? His answer for that would be the portal. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's
2: going to happen here. Um, it's, um... Uh, Pittman painted a pretty bleak picture of uh, the um, lack of funding behind the scenes, which is um, which is why this school is uh, so adamant about Congress getting involved, um, because they can't.
3: Congress got in a fight two days ago. I know
2: these are not the people to help you. They can't, but but Arkansas is admitting they can't do it on their own in football. They need help. They can't raise the money to compete. They can't do it. Um, they, they have uh, they have they've admitted that more or less. Uh, now in basketball they can, baseball and other sports they can, but not in uh, not in football. Um, and to your point, and we've wondered about this. Uh, we wondered about um, this nil money because uh, you know there is no really no ROI on it for uh, anybody. None. Zero. Um, and how would that play out? And the and so far the answer is there aren't a lot of people spending big on football over there because the
3: ROI would be a championship, and there's no way to do that here as currently well, constructed. Again, the, in football. the the NIL was initially supposed to be where players could go out and make money using their name, image and likeness. What it has become is a handout. And how much can you give me for doing what I'm supposed to do? It's not you're not I mean, how many how many commercials do we see with Razorback athletes on them? A handful maybe? No. Um, it's a handout now, and that's I don't think that was its original intent. And you can't put the genie back in the bottle. No, no, you've got to figure out a way that, to regulate it. And that's what they're trying do to
2: do is put the genie back in the bottle. That's that's the approach over here. Is uh, well, how can we fix? I, I don't know. If, there, there's no way to do that. Like this is what it is now, and it's adapt or die. That's uh, that that's the that's the situation. Um, maybe we'll play some of this uh, uh, Pittman's comments on this uh, a little bit later on here. But it is, is—it's um, as we have thought for a while, or at least as I've thought for a while, um, it's not going well over there in the NIO department, in football. In the other sports seem to be doing okay. Um, but in football, they, they don't have the funds to keep up when, when teams are... Are uh, handing out thousands of dollars to uh, to people. I
3: see, but I don't think it's just Arkansas. I think a lot of teams are having trouble. And what we're seeing is the top one percent, which is not unusual, is still able to compete at the level that they want to. And everybody else is now starting to get a little bit vocal about where all of this is. And and it was expensive to run a football program before, right? But now you've got to come up with a couple million dollars just to satisfy these kids who may be gone in twelve months. Um, that's an unintended expense that I don't think they were prepared for. And, and look, when they turned this thing loose, when the Supreme Court said, "Hey, you can do whatever you want," I don't think anybody was prepared for what for for where we are now. And I, and I don't think Arkansas is alone. I think Sam Pittman just is one of the few, or maybe the first, to have kind of voiced concerns. Guys have made hints at it, but I think you're, you're we're we're in a we're in a very weird spot with all of this. I think we all kind of know what the truth is, but now you're starting to hear people talk about it. People mm. in positions of of power starting to talk about it, and that's what's going to be really interesting is who's going to put their foot down and say, you know what, we're not doing this anymore. Might be Northwestern. Northwestern's in that spot right now,
2: where they're going to just drop football.
3: Maybe. I mean, what Northwestern well, right now is going. I mean, they're they're they were talking today. You know, they they give their interim coach a uh, you know kind of a you know a ham handed deal. It's it's not the most uh, they half of what Fitzgerald was getting. And you know some schools are probably going to get to a point going. Is this worth it? Is this is this headache worth it? But football
2: pays for the entire athletic department at a place like Northwestern. So it's yeah. no athletics oh, okay. or bad at football. Yeah, those are your it, choices.
3: It might be, and, and Northwestern is you know Northwest the the, the school is not founded on athletics. It was founded on other things. Um, so I I don't know I I don't know where this is going to go. But I, eventually I still think we're going to see the top fifteen or thirty programs break away and they're going to go do their own thing?
2: Like, whenever you talk to people and you talk about all of the disadvantages, uh, the next thing, well, well, let's just stop trying then. Well, you can't do that because um, then there's no athletic department. Football brings in, I don't know, 80-something million dollars of your Mm -hmm. budget in one form or another, and you're not going to get the TV. You
3: can't can't exist. You can't
2: exist that way,
3: so it's not an option. College football uses the Major League Baseball model. There's a couple of teams at the top that are competing. Everybody else is just fighting for scraps. What what college foot what the lower teams in college football want is the NFL model, which yes. is revenue sharing and all of that sort of stuff. But they can't agree on you know colors to wear on Fridays, so uh, that's probably never going to happen.
2: Right. They want uh, they want football college football to be a salary cap league, and it is not a salary cap
3: league. We're in the major league baseball yep. model.
2: That's right. Bama's the Yankees. You're the Royals. That's right. Or the Pirates.
3: Bet online is your number one source for all of your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right on your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign in today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BLEAVE. That's B L E A V for your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. This is all consuming. Because when we're not here,
2: guess what people want to talk about when we're not here? Oh, well, what do you think's going to happen to Pittman? And I'm exhausted. And I I don't sleep. I'm drinking more. And I just don't care anymore. I just, it's just, it's 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 nuts. It's nuts. The last thing I want to do at a minute after six is continue to talk about the future of Sam Pittman. Honestly. Do you, do you experience this?
3: Uh, no, I, I ignore everyone. Uh, oh, six, okay. Well, that's that, I that's mean, one uh, way to. We're, do we're it. not. We're not. Uh, we're not having that discussion. No, I, I, I'm the more. The more people that I talk to, and and people that that not loons, not the lunatic fringe or message board people. I know half of you get your information off Twitter and uh and the message boards. These are people that are actually like in the business. The more and more I think that unless this, the, unless a disaster happens on Saturday, that I think he's going to be back. I'm not. I'm not ready to call it. Uh, you know, Only eight percent of precincts are reporting. But there isn't a lot of chatter about this job anywhere, which yeah. leads me to believe that that agents are not you know put the, the way this works is if, if a job is rumored to be open, they start lining their guys up. you know if, if you're if you've got 13 candidates, if you've got 13 guys uh, if you're an agent, you have 13 guys and you start hearing about jobs that are opening. You're looking at those jobs, going, okay, this guy would be best here. This guy, you don't want your guys competing against each other for a job, but you're like, okay, this guy here, this guy here. When uh, when Butch Jones got the job at A State, he's a sexted client. That's how it went. But like Butch lost in the game of musical chairs um, on all the big jobs and was like, well, Arkansas State's the perfect fit for Butch for Butch Jones, and that's not happening right now. The, there isn't a lot of chatter among you know coaches that this thing may open up, and that leads me to believe that. Either they haven't made a decision on it, or it's not going to happen.
2: Well, it's um, you know, obviously the decision makes itself on Saturday if uh, if it right. doesn't go well. But if they win on Saturday, um, then um, you know, it's um, it's probably made uh, in the direction of bringing him back. What you have to do though, and um, he has to present a compelling plan for how to fix this. And you know, like when Mike Anderson uh, ran into Hunter check at the end, we we were just been on the air a couple of
3: weeks here. Hmm.
2: He did what not a, What com- a gift! What he a did gift. not complete. He did not have a compelling plan for how to fix it. And Hunter let but, him go, and you get air But there's also
3: there's also going to be another conversation that goes on, which is what is the state of the program after after four seasons? Are we progressing? Are we regressing? Are we still? I mean, how? Where is the program? If you got a bunch of guys decommitting, that's not a good. That's not under normal, right? Under, you know, normal times. That wouldn't. That that would be like the worst thing in the world. But with the portal, yeah, you lose a guy here, you lose a guy there. Yeah, it stings a little bit, but you can replace guys in the portal very quickly, or with the portal very quickly. So you're gonna have to. There's a lot more to it than what happened Saturday. Now you lose Saturday, and you lose ugly. <sighs> Man, I, I. There's no way you can. you've that that calls for a vote of no confidence
2: well yeah you can't you can't there's no way to defend that right Uh, there's there's, there's no way to defend that
3: does anybody know the score of the the last game the missouri game last year i mean does anybody know what the score was no no (laughs) not without looking it up right last game of the year if they get blown out or that you know they play a great game or whatever it is they win what the last game i don't think has any i mean you're gonna play a top 15 team i this saturday you have to win you have to have a good showing if you do that you can at least make the statement that, hey, we're, we're heading we, in the right direction. Here's what we're going to do in the offseason. And right. that's, I think, where they've got to that, – that's where you got to start, is how are we going to fix what uh, what's going on. Yeah. yeah. But we're
2: just pawns of the university, so what right. would we know about any of this stuff? Not a uh, thing.
3: <laughs> uh, Hacker has an unpopular opinion. Butch <laughs> Jones is actually working out at Arkansas State. It's a slow burn, but yes, he is – What are uh, they he, doing over there? I think they're 5-4, and or something like that.
2: Hold on, I got it.
3: here. I mean, they got destroyed by uh, by Oklahoma earlier this year, and we were all laughing at them. And, and they're they, five they, and five, five and five. Okay, they're hey, they're, they're in a bowl eligible this weekend. Somebody's getting bowl eligible.
2: They are uh, three and three in the Sun Belt, and they have uh, Texas State, and then mo- at Marshall.
3: Greg's got a great question. As you are the Marshall of field storming, if they beat Missouri on Saturday, is that a green? Uh, for field storming, let I them run. I think it is.
2: Let them run. I think it is. As much as as much as that school up there has talked about striping the stadium and all this stuff, and you know their their little uh, punk nerd head coach up there talking about everything, let, let them run. Let them no, run. No,
3: no it, it hits all the qualifiers. Yes. It, it, let it, them run. They're going to be ranked. You're not. Let them on run on your home field. Run. Yeah. Have I have say it.
2: let them run. Let the kids have their fun. That's right. Turn them loose. Will someone will pay for it? Not right. me, but somebody will pay for it. <laughs> Somebody will pay for
3: it. Uh Ryan and Prairie Gross says they're playing Saturday to go to a bowl they're playing Texas State. I believe that's GJ Kinney, if I'm not mistaken, is the is head that coach right? down there. Yep.
2: All right. Red Wolves. There there's some big football this weekend. Uh you you got that. Um UCA's playing for an FCS uh, playoff mm-hmm. berth and whatever yep. this um hodgepodge of leagues that they're in is uh, going on. It's part A Sun, part Ohio Valley. I can't keep up with all of
3: it. All right, but so here here's a text. Uh, if you continue to lose big-name home state home state recruits, it will affect ticket sales and eventually cash flow. Really? Um, does the basketball team have a big-time home state recruit that starts for them? I think they've got two guys on the roster from Arkansas, right?
2: Well, they got Devo, and he's Devo, been around Devo a while. Devo yeah.
3: and I mean that's it. If I if I'm not mistaken, that yeah. losing home state recruits is yes stings, and it shouldn't you, happen. You know, it's if, not, it, look, if you go out and you win games, nobody cares where the kids you, are from.
2: You know, in the um, Maybe I'm wrong about this and the stadium's too big. But in the other sports, they have thrived by selling tickets and catering to the corporate world up here. So if a bunch of people, like regular people, and I say regular, you know, regular people can hardly afford season tickets with donations and everything for a decent seat over there anymore in football. But um, if regular people uh, start to bail, they can just, you know... You know, call up, uh, you know, one of these corporate types up there and get, you know, get six and you know have different people from the office go to different games or whatever, and and maybe keep the uh, keep the line moving in that regard. I don't.
3: Know. Here's a here's a text. Uh, can you imagine if Arkansas had to pay a fine for storming the field for this team? Let them. <laughs> the final insult. Let them. It'd huh. be great. Yeah, let them do it. I'd say we'll I'd say fun. run
2: out there. I'd say run out there. Yes, I would. I would uh I would be in I would uh, as the czar of um of uh, field stormings, I would um I would sign off on that. It's a green that's a green okay. check mark for me.
3: Well let's get let's get to the game first. This Saturday, not a field storming.
2: No 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 unless you're FIU, that's a field storming. But and there are eight people that they're gonna bring or whatever. Um but uh no next week, uh sure, why not? Yeah, do it. That's what I say. All right. I'm still uh, I'm still reeling with I'm still dealing with the um uh ramifications of um being called a pawn I've never been called oh, a now, pawn now, for now, the on. university Spud, before.
3: Spud is continuing. He says if beating FIU is a defining moment of an SEC coach's career, it lets you know exactly where we stand. Just say check." gave uh, gave Pittman one of the worst contracts in history. $20 million buyout to a position coach with zero leverage. Call it a day. Spud, you're an idiot. It's not a $20 million buyout. It's down around 15 right now. Also, the worst contract in sports was Jimbo Fisher. Get your facts straight.
2: Right. Or Bobby, I understand or Bobby Bonilla. Yeah,
3: yes, Bobby Bonilla. Terrible contract. But this is what happens when
2: you don't, like, you know, everybody, this is, this is the reverse of the barking seal thing. You know, when times are good, or as I call it, when we're in Razorback peacetime, you know, if you dare dissent and, and talk about something that is uh, bothering you while times are good, then you upset all the barking seals that are just here for all right. the positivity. Well, conversely, when all of the barking seals have gone negative, if you're the one person that doesn't say something that they agree <laughs> with, they're going to turn on you then too. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same principle, just you know, flip the mirror around or whatever. So, uh, here is a, a statement, uh, Zachary, from the University mm. of Michigan.
3: Oh, excellent. Okay, I, I can't. I don't. Do I have the Benny uh, the Benny Hill theme? Hang on.
2: We may have it still. Uh, what's it, it may called? be Yak- gone. Yakety sacks. Uh, be what that's called here. You can join us on the McClarty Daniel Hotline, by the way, at eight six six two eight five. Four zero zero five.
3: What are, What are they saying?
2: Uh, today, the university, Coach Harbaugh, and the Big Ten have resolved their pending litigation. Oh, my goodness. The conference is closing its investigation, and Coach Harbaugh has accepted the three-game suspension. Coach Harbaugh, mm-hmm. with the university's support, has accepted the sanction to return the focus to the student-athletes and their performance on the field. Hmm. So, um... Nobody really wanted this to go to a judge, so they uh everybody put their sword down more or, or less here. Interesting.
3: Interesting.
2: All right. So no uh no hardball this week and not next week in the Ohio State game either. There but he it.
3: could he could um, I guess coach during the Big 10 title game.
2: I believe that's when the uh, ban would be uh, lifted. Okay. yes.
3: Okay. That's Just want right. to make sure I had had clarity on that. Right. Huh. Yeah. Interesting.
2: Yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, the statement, the news of the hour, coming out of the University of Michigan. So mm-hmm. there you go. The Big Ten in Michigan, they've all put their swords down. And uh, <laughs> and uh, they're going to go ahead and, uh, of course, would you want to go to um, um, uh, College Park this weekend, honestly, if you were Absolutely
3: rushing? not, oh, no. Yeah. No, there, there are a thousand better places to go than College Park.
2: Now, one of the things I read, um, you know, somebody talked to Jenny Taft, who is the uh, reporter on the Fox Big Noon game with Gus Johnson and Joel Klatt. And um, apparently Fox is trying to interview Harbaugh during the game. Like, they have requested to do this. I don't think they're going to be allowed to do it. But, hey, what do you do? You ask. What can you do? I mean, you're paying for everything. You might as well ask. So I don't know if that's ever going to go anywhere, but... That would be interesting, wouldn't it? If um, Oh, very. If you talk to Harbaugh during the Michigan-Maryland uh, game or the Ohio State-Michigan uh, game because he's not there, that would be um, that'd be intriguing. Again, probably not going to happen, but, you know, what's the harm in asking, right? What are they going to say? Absolutely no? not. Yeah,
3: I mean, you got to ask. That's it's part right. Part of the job. Plus, Fox
2: has a little more credibility than if you or I ask for something because, you know, Fox pays for everything in the big also ten. Also
3: true. You
2: know, more or less. Uh let's see here. All right. Um let's see. Eight, Twenty-eight minutes now until the hour here on Ruskin and Zach. Hacker just texted in bet. I don't
3: what? know what that means. Why? I I don't know what he's he's a minute behind and I, I don't know.
2: Bet means good, right?
3: Uh yes. It means it it is, it in, is the affirmative. in the affirmative. Yes. <laughs> it <laughs> is in the affirmative. God, that's frightening. We we're thinking of the
2: exact same word. Oh Lord. <laughs> That is terrified. Um, that is something there. Uh, let's see. What are you eating?
3: I don't know if you know this or not, but oh. you have oh. uh, got me sick. Oh, for God's and, sake! And uh, go. and I'm and I'm working on some, my fault. Uh, yes, right. I am. Uh, I'm working on some Fisherman Friend right now. Just to oh, keep, look at those! Keep the old voice uh, working tonight. <laughs> That's good. Uh, yep, you know, as he hacks and wheezes. Yeah. yeah, I'm still not well. By the way fantastic i'm looking forward to the next three weeks of this three weeks yeah
2: i don't even know when it's going to end
3: oh great <laughs> that, that's awesome that's that's my terrific. hearing
2: might be slightly better today but i can't tell we need to do a daily hearing test you know where they play the beeps we and you raise your hand
3: beep, you know, beep, 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 beep. okay you raise can what,
2: what are you hear? yeah we know when you aut- do we have a house audiologist dq anybody out there on the mcclarty daniel hotline a house audiologist um, because well, I like you, to tra I like to trade out some like hearing to... aids. as this is permanent? I'm just saying right now. <laughs> I'm working on that. <laughs> Suckers are expensive. I don't yeah, know if they you are. know. Yeah, Holy they are. Lord, man, thousands of dollars for that stuff. All right. Just anyway, get one of those
3: horns and you'll be all right.
2: You know they have those, but they're gag gifts. They don't actually work. I don't
3: think. Hmm. The old, uh, yeah, I don't like like that.
2: the Beethoven hearing horn. You know what I'm talking? About? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, that guy in Alma has texted on the McLarty hotline. Can okay, Arkansas get their coach suspended for three games and maybe win a game? Oh, come on.
3: <laughs> come yeah. on. Come on. It's brutal out there. It's brutal. Yeah, you think Harbaugh would jump in and do like a Harbaugh cast? Um, oh, yeah, there you yeah, go. That'd be all right. Put him on FS2. Right. The
2: Harbaugh cast. That'd be great. You that could have Grant's guests on.
3: Idea.
2: Yeah, that's not bad. Way to go, Grant.
3: Yeah, Well done, Grant.
2: That's pretty good. I like that. Um, all right. Well, there you go. That's um, that's the news as we see it right now here on uh, on the college football world. Um, hmm. Bet is short for you bet.
3: Then why not say you bet? What's what's, what's you're, you're saving one syllable here? This yeah, is, really. This is not an economical thing, and it's stupid. So stop it. This is um. I'm yeah. not yelling at you, Josh and Fort Smith.
2: This is one of my objections in the culture: is we've abbreviated things that were already short.
3: Right. You know what I mean? Like pizza. If- what is it? Is it that big a burden to say pizza? Yes. Or za. Right. Why is it that DQ? These are your people. Is it that <laughs> big a burden to say pizza? I like za. Oh no. Oh. <sighs> DQ eight o'clock tomorrow morning is a meeting.
2: <laughs> is it not funny?
3: Bring bring your playbook. Yeah, bring your playbook. With you. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Turk wants to see you. <laughs> That's right. Hey.
2: hey, can you be at the facility in uh in ten minutes?
3: And- uh, John Little Rock wants to know if uh, Ryan Day loses to an interim coach, then he they run. Him oh out of yeah, town, he's fired. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If he absolutely. loses three in
2: a row to Michigan, he is yeah. absolutely fired. There is he no doubt run. in my mind about that.
3: And he will be on his way to Texas A and M. Whoa! Look at there.
2: Will he continue to
3: color his beard or will he let it go in Texas? Wow. That thing is, um, it's a work of art. That's got
2: some, Uh, there's some motor oil in there,
3: man. Put it, Crystal Bridges.
1: It's possible. Thanksgiving dinner will be memorable this year at the historic Arlington Resort Hotel and Spa in Hot Springs. Thursday, November 23rd from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. in the Venetian Dining Room. You'll have a salad bar, carving station, hot buffet items, and desserts featuring traditional and unique items. Over 12 dine for $58 per person, under 12 for $29, and under six eat free. Reservations required. Must have credit card to hold reservations. Call 501-623-7771 or log on at arlingtonhotel.com slash dining for reservations and complete menu New items.
3: Why, why? are we here? Who knows?
2: Why? Why are we here? I don't know. Um. Okay. <clears throat> We've got uh, Chuck Barrett coming up here. We got to yeah. straighten up, put our you know button our collars, all that right. stuff. Coming up here right. at five we'll o'clock.
3: Put our pants back on. Yeah, that's you, you uh, know how it is.
2: Yeah. We're a week from Thanksgiving. We got yeah. that going on. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Time to get uh, time to get all of that together.
2: Get serious about all this stuff. Who's bringing the yams? And, you oh, know man, stuff you're like really that.
3: Make me do this. Do what? you sent me this thing, and you know I can't read, and I don't have my glasses. Blow it up on your screen. I'm trying, but there's a part of it that's blocked. Well, out I can't read it, so I you know, have you, the, the options know. are
2: you or no one. I know, and no one's not a good option.
3: So.
2: <laughs> I can't read it. I'm uh, not Zach running the risk of getting seen yelled Ty's at again.
3: Instagram post has he? What did he do?
2: Oh, he was—he made a a, a basket. Uh, on one of these inflatable goals, one of these giant inflatable. This uh, is
3: what we're celebrating.
2: Yeah, it's a carnival atmosphere out there. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, okay. he's, uh, he was very excited. He got it in one take. Sure. Allegedly.
3: He sure, he did.
2: I don't believe that.
3: I don't believe it either. Right. Okay. Let's see all Fair the enough. other takes.
2: Yeah. That didn't you make it. You need to
3: learn how to take photos. This is terrible. Oh, because of the shadow. The oh. shadows, and then yeah, this is bad. The lighting's not good in here. No, it is. You just have to turn them on.
2: No, I don't have time for that.
3: <laughs> okay. I don't have time for that. Yeah, if you turn the lights on, the lighting's actually pretty no,
2: good. No, no, I, I like being in the dark. Sitting alone. Like Jimbo I, right now. DQ, just sitting hit alone the, with the, the
3: bell dark. on that. He, he, just hit the bell, please. Thank you. Thank
2: you. All right. <laughs> <sighs> yeah.
3: Oh, boy.
2: Boy, well, here's the here's a sobering thought. Yeah. On the McLeod dano hotline. One day Ty's going to be our boss. Not for yeah. long, because he'll fire us. So, um,
3: well, I, I think that's the day you just go. You know what? I'm I'm, I'm heading to the house. Right.
2: Time to go. Uh, right. Time to go. Uh, yeah, Abner is, uh, Abner's Abner's
3: going through that thing frame by frame. He thinks it's doctored.
2: Oh, he is. Uh, he's. Uh, he thinks this is the Saputra yeah. film.
3: Well, no, he thinks this. You know, there's some CGI going on here. He's, is there a
2: frame missing?
3: Yeah. Remember the one last year he took? I think he was going to the, a tournament game or something, and you could like see the guy filming it. Yeah, Yeah, and had like his finger over the lens or something. Yeah, really really bad. How'd that get out? Oh, never mind. Uh, Yeah, you know exactly how (laughs) that. The ball is CGI. Okay, all right. That's that's what we're sticking with. Yeah, if you're gonna do that, you
2: should at least embrace it and like make the net like set on fire when you make the basket. Like make it full on like fake looking. What you should have done. Yeah, yeah, that's all fair. No, Ty's gonna become the boss. Uh, you know, Tommy's gonna have to retire due to stress. (laughs) <laughs> and uh and Ty will be named in charge and he'll fire hey, both of us. Can, that's what's going to happen.
3: Can I mean I'm the only one here. Well, Cindy's here and Lance is here, but his office is a mess. My boy needs to clean that thing. Should we come down here like, you know, with a trash bag and go look. If you don't, I will.
2: Uh you go right ahead, Dara uh, slick. You
3: can't get her, you can't move around in there. Well,
2: I mean, that's he's like a college professor. You can't uh, you know, all that stuff's important and he knows what it all is. No, he doesn't. Oh, yeah, he
3: doesn't. No, he, he can't. There's so much of it he can't.
2: He knows I what mean, everything is.
1: I there's bet.
3: stuff falling out of like like uh, he's got these um, the shelves and there's like stuff falling out of it. I mean, now you know having a having a 12 year old that doesn't clean their room, it was really I, that twitch that you talk about that had come back. Um, but I think we should. I, I think maybe as a group we have that intervention. We go in there, and go look. Go right you ahead. <laughs> You know any part of that?
2: No, no. That's, okay. that's fine. Well, you can have a messy office. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. Uh, here's a text on the McLarney daniel hotline. If Ty fires you, are we going to retire in Hot Springs with Pittman? No. No, no. We're, no, we're, I
3: don't think we're allowed down
2: there. Yeah, we're not allowed in the same rooms I, as him I don't down think there. that's
3: going to happen. No, I yeah. think we're good.
2: And furthermore, they don't have to have a specific code when we show up down there. For, Correct. Uh, for, uh,
3: and they don't need a reason to fire disorderly, us. Disorderly. I mean. you know, just keep that in mind. Right. Yeah,
2: that's yeah. That's that's fair. Mm.
3: All right.
2: Anyway, what does this say? Um He'll only fire you at our request, according mm, to Tyler right. and
3: Green. Thank you, Tyler. Okay. So now we know we gotta be nice to them. Yeah, turning on the
2: lights is overrated. I'm like uh I'm like uh Aaron Rodgers. I'm in a permanent uh you know well Oh you're in, the dark dark, dark, you're in a dark 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 room dark place. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I just want to be in a dark room the whole time. That's fair. By the light of the television. That's all I, I feel
3: need. I the, like there are people here, and I feel like I'm, they're, they're like waiting for me.
2: They are. They're waiting, they, they, they want to go home, and they can't because you're yeah, there. Yeah, because
3: I'm here. Right. Boy, this is going to be a long night. <laughs> we're just, just kind of having a stare down right now
2: it's a detente
3: it really is really 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 is
2: i mean tommy's not there everybody would have bolted a half hour ago if you weren't right, there i mean come right. on
3: now the uh you know the, we, last time i was down here there were bananas that were hanging uh those were matt, Jones. matt those joneses they're not, yeah. not here today so so that's exciting they you hang the
2: bananas and they last longer
3: right uh, that's what we were told yes um the, it's a, they've cleaned up in here man it's nice good no, really, really, nice. young, I don't know um, what any of this stuff does, but I do want to start pushing buttons just to see what happens.
2: You should do that. here's a question: What happened to Craig James?
3: We we Didn't he run for Congress or something? I think he we did, yeah, and unsuccessfully. Right. So yeah. Come on, man.
2: Why were you thinking of Craig James?
3: That's a great question. How often what? for
2: a week do you think of Craig James and the Roman Empire? That's... Hey,
3: DQ, have you thought of Boomer in this week? Yeah. I actually haven't.
2: Wow. That's too bad.
3: Well, we know what she's going to do tonight.
2: Think about Boomer or about Boomer. And that, that's a person that actually exists. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, wow. This is your drive home on Ruskin and Zach powered by Mr. Sparky. Know. It's a quarter to the hour here on ESPN Arkansas. And hit that line dot uh, Let's see here. The uh, This is probably not going to come as a surprise to you. Mm-hmm. But um, former Alabama baseball coach Brad Bohannon and associate have been banned from Ohio Sportsbook. Get out of town. Pending an appeal. Due to the inside information scheme involving Crimson Tide Baseball, according to the Ohio Casino Control Commission, the OCCC, they ruled this uh, yesterday, that um, he cannot, uh, you can't go in there for the purpose of placing a sports wager. Oh, he is banned. What is Brad Bohannon doing
3: now? What is he, like, uh, he is probably seasonal on,
2: work at the Home at, Depot? Like, what's at, he doing? At
3: the casino, probably. He <laughs> just... Thinking out loud, I, w- I would think that would probably be a uh, a nice place for him.
2: You know, when you're into the gambling world and they ban you from the casino, like, what what do you what do you do there? How do you get the fix? You go to uh, go to online poker, like in the two thousands. Yes. Is that what you do? I don't know.
3: Uh, Cody back wants to know if Chuck's coming on at five. He is, and uh, yeah. we will get. We, we, uh, we believe. Will, yes. Well, uh, in theory, yes. I did talk with him this morning, and he was excited to know that. Uh, that he would be coming on to fulfill his societal Was, a, was it
2: an enthusiastic text or a negative um, text?
3: Hang on. I think it was a simple, hey, are you okay to come on at five? Yeah.
2: That's not enthusiastic. <laughs>
3: that, that was done with incredible non-enthusiasm. My That's feelings
1: a... would be hurt with the yeah. Yeah. The... Well,
3: you get your feelings hurt over virtually anything. You got mad at me for playing with the mouse earlier.
1: I was oh. trying to do something.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you logged out of the computer and all okay, heck broke loose. I didn't here. log out of the computer. We, we, it sort of rebooted itself. I did not know that that would happen.
2: Yeah. Don't do that.
3: But yeah. Don't, we're never going to do that again. Uh, we'll do that at one in the morning versus, you know, four in the afternoon. Yeah. One in the morning. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll go to work and do it. Yeah. Oh man. Uh let's see here. Do we miss anything? No, I think we got it all covered. We got here. all the, uh, all the, all, they, they don't have do enough
2: it? NIL money to compete in football. Um, Mm-hmm. Musselman wants his team to get tougher, right. and, um,
3: and the uh, college got, football
2: playoff is a hot mess. I mean, it is, well,
3: no, it's not. It's exactly what they wanted. They wanted twelve teams for four spots with two weeks to go, and well, all of this that. is going to sort of shake itself out eventually. Don't, um, don't don't sleep on that Oregon Oregon State game next week. Yeah, Beavers got, Beavers got something going on up there, uh, and I well, think they that, could they
2: could upset uh, both oh, the, they could, both contenders here.
3: They could blow this whole thing up. I am now, and they now
2: own the Pac-12, so I mean they can do do that.
3: Yeah, if if you're just hopping on, Washington State and uh, Oregon State own the Pac-12. They have it; it's theirs.
2: So, another way that I heard this put is like, in the divorce proceedings, they got the house. Yeah, they did. So they get money from what's left of the Pac-12 deals. Yes, and the other schools get nothing.
3: That is correct.
2: They, they get alimony. To,
3: <laughs> they are going to get into a scheduling. They're going to get into scheduling bed with uh, the Mountain West. They're going to stay we, separate entities until they have to, which I think is two seat, two years. So they're going to do. They're going to be able to reap all the benefits, and they're going to play one game in football for the Pac-12 title, and still get to go to the Rose Bowl.
2: We have finally achieved um peak. We have finally achieved nirvana. We have college football alimony payments. This is good. We have finally achieved Alabama. We've we've we, we, we have reached the top. Of, we've reached the mountaintop here, folks. In our in our beloved. I, I'm sports. actually
3: very interested in Pac-12 football next year. Can, my yeah. question is the this, one game. How does Phil Steele seg like se- put the put that segment in the magazine now? Because that's normally like twelve that's, or fourteen pages. Now it's like two.
2: It's a very short section. Yes,
3: it's a very short section.
2: Right. I don't know. Do
3: they get their own section? Do they get lumped in with the independents now? How does that work?
2: Yeah. You're also picking someone first and someone last because there's only two. Boy, so you're not, yeah,
3: that's gonna be a tough one.
2: Yeah. or you could just Ooh. pick them both to be first and
3: cop out Washington that. Washington State's got to be looking around, going, "We did absolutely, we did absolutely everything wrong in this equation. We did everything wrong, and we're still gonna benefit.
2: And we won the divorce proceedings.
3: That's correct. We've got a failing to win, up. They have a literally They literally have a chance to win the Pac-12 l- next year. Something they haven't had in 20 years.
2: They failed up. They did. We should all they, be so uh, lucky.
3: Yep. Yeah, how do they Some go, of us are. How do they work Pac-12 media days? Do they get it down to Pac-12 media hour? Yeah, it's like a
2: luncheon. You okay. know. Let's have a luncheon. The today. Pac-12
3: basketball tournament next year should be a best of seven. <laughs> That's right. It really should. I mean, seriously, it should. You should do it over like you know six days. Play seven games in six days or you know six games. I don't know. Make it a best of five. Okay. Why not? We've you got time.
2: We've got Razor Bacon here on the McCarty oh, okay. Daniel Hotline. Yes, Razor Bacon.
1: Boom boom boom, 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 boom. All right, stop. All your wishing, your Bacon's back, and you need to listen. Some fans had visions of a New Year's Day bowl. For any school, that's a mighty lofty goal. We lost most games by only one score. And for that, you want to show Sam the Door? How soon we forget where we were before Sam? He's the one that turned the program around. I agree we didn't have a good season, but whipping boy Sam isn't the reason. It's not Sam, but the NIL to blame. You so-called fans, you should be ashamed. A true fan calls the hogs in the rain through all the joy and all of the pain. Your mama taught you man- manners. Now it's time to mind them. Sam's our coach. Let's all get behind him. Boom, 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 <laughs> boom, bu- bu- boom, boom. Three <laughs> strike. I'm out.
2: Racer Bacon. Love it. Throwing his support for Sam
3: Pittman. Love it. Wow.
2: How about that? I love that. That's a... Uh, that's pretty strong.
3: That was, that was a very, very strong effort on his part. Right. Very, very strong.
2: Right. You know the other uh, scenario that nobody talks about here mm-hmm. is um, they keep him, he fixes it, and next year they you know they win like seven or eight ball games.
3: Yeah, said that yesterday. It's just like that. That would nobody wants to talk about that that part. No one like is the, like, even
2: considering that as anything close to reality. But it is. It could there, happen. Would,
3: th- would that be a happy ending?
2: And then. Um, <laughs> Urachek could drive around the state hey, with a middle finger extended and give Sam another contract,
3: right? With his with with the with the cup out, saying "Fill my cup."
2: That's right.
3: That's right. Oh man, yeah, no, nobody wants to talk about the uh, about this ending well. Yeah, but it's possible, right? Mm-hmm. Oh no, it's definitely possible. It's absolutely possible. Um. They and that schedule is not as as daunting as you know the middle. You know the middle five or six games was this year. It's not nearly as daunting. Right. So yeah, I mean there is there there's uh, there is a real possibility they could get back to seven. You know with a bowl game maybe eight next year. Um. There's some work to do, but yeah, I mean it's it's on the table. I would think.
2: Right. He's got to uh um, lay out a vision and a plan, for how to fix this. And if it is satisfactory, he'll be uh, sticking around. If it's not, mm-hmm. then um, they'll be uh, in the market. One of the things I'm going to talk about with, with Chuck coming up here is one of the things that people are uh, are not admitting freely is that A&M screwed this whole thing up because they panicked. They did. They panicked last Thursday when, they, uh, when their board secretly met and said, we're going to fire Jimbo, and then we all found out about it Sunday. But apparently they reached that decision on Thursday, and there's a video... <laughs> Of Jimbo's post game against Mississippi State, yeah. where it kind of seems like he knew he was going to get canned, which would again lead us to believe that Thursday they made the decision, but they panicked and screwed up the whole market. That's what that's what happened.
3: Sure did. They sure messed did. up the whole market, and now let's see how bad they jack this up. Oh, by going it's, to gonna be, it's, gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be glorious. It's gonna
2: be a tire fire down there. It's yep. gonna be great. I can't wait. Going to be great. Yes, I can't sir. wait.
3: They'll put it in the ditch again and write somebody. What they'll do is they'll panic. First, right. I'll turn them down. They'll panic. They'll buy somebody for, you know, 10 times what they're worth. And then yeah. uh, and then they'll be right back where they are.
2: They'll panic. And uh, yeah, they'll not uh, they'll again not win 10 games. It's a and very it's
3: A&M thing.
2: Right. Right. They have all the all of the infrastructure to win 10 games and they will continue to win seven or eight. Yep. Yeah. That's uh, that's what they're going to do. That's because they're Aggies true, yeah. and they screw it up. That's what happens here.
3: You're listening to the Ruskin & Zack Podcast, brought to you by United Roofing & Waterproofing.
1: Here to help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Call Joey and his team at
3: 479-312-7369 or check them out online at unitedrw.com. Join the local conversation on the McClarty Daniel Hotline, 866-285-4005. McClarty Daniel, a vehicle for every lifestyle.
0: Welcome to McClarty Daniel Country.
3: With six giant locations and over 3,000 vehicles, Northwest Arkansas is McClarty Daniel Country.
1: Stop by one of our showrooms today to shop our full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. McCarty
0: Daniel is proud to be your premier automotive destination.
1: Need service? We work on all
3: makes and models six days a week. Plus, our full-service collision center can repair anything, from a minor ding to a major collision. Have you visited McClardy Daniel Country? Country.
0: visit us online at McClartydaniel.com.
1: it's football season at your neighborhood buffalo wild wings and with 64 inch tvs beer burgers and you know wings buffalo wild wings is the best choice to watch the big game so bring the gang and join us this football season at your local buffalo wild wings in bryant little rock Sherwood, Conway, Jonesboro, and Fort Smith. Buffalo Wild Wings, beer, wings, sports, and your home for any game.
2: Roar. Okay, Chuck is uh, with us now. Chuck Barrett, voice of the Razorbacks. Morning rush. Give me the Hogs, Chuck podcast. You're uh, on ESPN Arkansas, uh, joining uh, DQ and myself here as uh, Zach has gone to his uh, kid's ball game down in Fort Smith. So what, uh, Chuck? You got uh, you got us for the hour. How are you doing?
0: So what is Zach the Father of the Year now? Apparently name? so, yeah. yeah. I, I guess, guess so. so. Well, good for him.
2: Yeah. It's important stuff, you know? Basketball and, and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah. You only well, get to
0: do it one time in your life, so good for him. That's right. Yeah. It's pretty exciting.
2: I was thinking about basketball uh, as to start out this conversation because um, uh, tomorrow night with uh, UNC Greensboro coming in to Fayetteville, um, there's a lot of interesting things I'm looking at here. And I'm, I'm more... In these non-con games, Chuck, I'm more into the process rather than the uh, the result. And you know, Musselman kind of challenged his team a little bit after the game on on Monday night, or a lot bit, depending on uh, um, your interpretation. This uh, happens to be a a pretty good, probably the best team that's come in here in the regular season uh, in Bud Walton, and then they're going to the Bahamas next week. It's a uh, this feels like if you could have an important game in. Uh, home game in in mid-November this this feels like one of those kind of um maybe not a midterm but like a quiz kind of uh, a game in some ways in some ways for them
0: well I think tomorrow night's probably the most important of the four they played so far because it's probably going to be the best opponent uh, based on what we saw last year when they were here and the fact that they played Vanderbilt within four Uh, the other night over in Nashville and I know Vanderbilt's up and down, but, uh, they still play pretty well over there. Good mid major team. And, you know, when you talk about, and you mentioned they're going to the Bahamas next week and, you know, the, the physicality, all that stuff's going to, you know, all that stuff's going to ratchet up and the next four games aren't going to be anything like the first four games. I mean, you've got Bahamas and Duke, so you've got four big ball games coming up. And that's why I think tomorrow night's important, um, you know, I think you want to go down there on the heels of a good game. And, and you want to, you know, if you're going to keep your coach happy, you're going to have to play defense, mm-hmm. as we saw the other night. It was an entertaining game, if you like offense. I mean, for fans, I mean, I had threes, driving layups, acrobatic shots. I mean, I had all kinds of stuff, um, except really good lockdown defense. And so I think if they do that tomorrow night, they'll they'll win number one, and I think their coach will be happy going to the Bahamas. Yeah, and
2: if anybody could not be happy in the Bahamas, it could be <laughs> Eric Musselman after a uh, lackluster defensive performance. I mean, yeah,
0: he's a basketball guy, man. He's a basketball lifer, hundred uh, uh, yep. percent. He uh, he's a coach twenty four seven. That's for sure. Yeah,
2: yeah. So so an intriguing one tomorrow night uh, with uh, with UNC Greensboro coming in here. You mentioned uh, that the next time on the home floor will be that uh, uh, much anticipated uh, Duke game, and then uh, of course. Uh, uh the Bahamas games coming up uh, next week uh, over uh, Thanksgiving on uh one of the ESPN channels and we'll have uh, uh definitely Wednesday and Thursday. I don't know if Friday's going to get on because of all of the football uh, obligations that we have here on, yeah, on the Radio gonna station. Yeah, there's going to be a
0: conflict, I think. I think yeah. there's going to be a conflict if they win on uh is it Thursday if they win, I think there's a conflict Friday.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but we'll we'll get as much of it it's as we can. Cross that bridge when we get there. That's right. Yeah. First game in that is uh, is um, 6.30 on Wednesday night, and the pregame starts at 6. Now, we're already getting the questions, and we, we've, we've talked about this before uh, with you, but unlike last year, you do not get to go to the Bahamas. No,
0: I'm not going to make this trip because no. um, there's that football game on Friday, and this is a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Wednesday, Thursday, Friday tournament. So, right. um, no, I won't be making the trip. If we just wouldn't play that football game on Friday... Be a lot better, but, yeah. uh, no, I'll, uh, Z's going, but, uh, I will, uh, I will not make the trip. Yeah. Z in the Bahamas. Z in the Bahamas. They're going to get there Monday yeah, and they don't play until Wednesday night. So, uh, Z's going to have like over 48 hours with nothing to do. So,
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, so that's the kind of the
2: uh, working plan on all that. I've got a couple questions uh, here on on the McClarty Yeah, that's hotline. the
0: story. No, I don't get to work on my savage tan next week. That's I'm, right. Uh, I'm bummed about that. Yeah,
2: yeah. But uh, those tur- some of those tournaments are already uh, starting uh, in Charleston. Uh, LSU's playing right now. They're in a close game with Dayton. I think
0: there's one in Vegas going on right now too. Maybe
2: yeah, but maybe a few others. Yeah, there's a, a the, there's a whole uh, ESPN uh, calls it Feast Week where there's like a, uh, you know, like 12 of these different events going on from uh from uh, coast to coast and then even uh, you know beyond the coast we can talk about Maui and uh and you know Atlantis and all that stuff. Yeah, there is a Vegas Showdown that's uh going on as a part of this. So, yeah, there's a there's a lot of uh, a lot of basketball to watch, some of these uh, interesting kind of um cross um uh, cross-sectional, you know, like Tennessee and Syracuse in Maui Monday. That's an intriguing matchup because, you know, Tennessee and Syracuse don't play each other very often and the Vols are pretty good and what's mm. Syracuse going to look like first year without uh, Bayheim? so that's, that's one Monday afternoon in Maui that may get some attention. So,
0: You know, Mus said something on his radio show Monday night that I thought was kind of interesting about future scheduling, and he talked about how he thinks in college basketball uh, the scheduling model is going to change. And you're not going to see the abundance in November of uh, Power 5 schools playing mid-majors. That, uh, Frankly, it's, it's, in some cases, it's too risky to play them. And you'll see more Power 5, Power 5 games uh, is uh-huh. what he thinks. He thinks as we move through the coming years that basketball programs, college basketball is going to have to um, come more in line with some of the NBA thinking. He does think some of the records may suffer. You know, you may not have as good a record playing those Power Five schools, but you look around college basketball right now, and, you know, we're talking about some of these holiday tournaments. He didn't talk about it from this perspective, but I will. You know, that's really the only thing that makes college basketball interesting in November and December are some of these holiday tournaments. Right. You have a few marquee matchups here and there. You know, we're playing Duke, but it's the SEC ACC Challenge. Um, I think you're going to have to have a lot more of this stuff to make basketball viable in the middle of football season. And I think the only way you do it is if you have name brands playing name brands. Now, his thought was um, you got too many mid-majors out there that are winning these games, and then it just cripples your net at the end of the year. And I don't know if that – you know, they know more about that than I do. I don't know. But um, long and short of it, he thinks the scheduling model is going to change.
2: I, I guess another thing I'm curious about on that is, like you know, we've got net rankings and everything, but there still is, you know, you can ask 10 different people and I, I guess get 10 different opinions on who's a good team, who isn't a good team. Like if you lose, um, we'll just say we'll, we'll take Furman out of the year. Arkansas plays Furman in a couple weeks. They won an NCAA tournament last year. Like if you lose to Furman, that could hurt your net rating. But what if Furman's a good team? Should it, well, should it penalize you? you mean? Well,
0: you know, here's, here, here's what I think happens some, sometimes, and I don't have all the data in front of me, but it just kind of seems this way. Sometimes teams are penalized more for bad losses in November and December than they are given credit for good wins. Like, mm-hmm. for example, let's say that Arkansas were to lose to one of these non-conference teams. And yet that non-conference team, say, maybe was to win their conference tournament and get into the NCAA as a 14 seed. Well, are you given? I mean, is, is, is that still a bad loss? Right, yeah. You know, um, um, and, and I don't know the answers to these questions. There are those who study these numbers, and um, at, at least in terms of, you know, Muss's thought the other night, which this was the first I'd heard of it, very honestly – um you know according to his thought the other night that sometimes the risk is just too big right right and uh you
2: know it's um another thing too that's going to factor in and we see this with this um ACC uh SEC challenge coming up in a couple weeks these are two ESPN properties and they want you know big names ranked teams playing in these uh in these ball games like you talked about they they don't um they don't want to, you know, you're not going put the um you're not gonna put the Furman game on uh, on e- on ESPN, but you'll put the Arkansas Duke game on ESPN in the middle of November. That's how you can get on the air.
0: Well, you know, if you really look at it closely, the games that are drawing the attention start about the middle of the month, you know, mm-hmm. the fifteenth to the twentieth of the month. Um, it's really the Thanksgiving week. I think before people even begin to notice that college basketball is being played, unless you closely follow a team. Um, and, and even then, if your football team's good, you're not paying that much attention to basketball. That's just the truth nationwide. Yeah. Um, and, and so, um, you know, one can argue the season starts too early, and I'd be one of those ones. But I do think that these types of games are the ones that people – we'll pay attention to. And, for example, you know, you had Kentucky and Kansas play the other night. That was a heck of a game. I don't know how many people watched it, but that was one heck of a college basketball game. But, you know, you can lose that game and still be okay. Whereas if Kentucky or somebody played a team and been upset that night by one of the mid-majors, it's like, oh, my God, that's a bad loss. How are they going to recover from that? You lose a game to a Power 5 school, it's like, man, we just watched a great game, and both those teams are going to be in the NCAA tournament. So, Um, I do think this this, you know, the last two or three days this week and into next week, there are really good college basketball games being played. But it's also, you know, we're in the heart of college or we're in the stretch drive of college football season. So you've you've got a lot to compete with in that regard.
2: Yeah, we're talking with Chuck Barrett here. Your drive home is powered by Mr. Sparky. And, um, you know, the other thing, like you mentioned, well, when football isn't, at its peak, as it is uh, not right now, then there are people who will, you know, move the calendar forward a little bit earlier, maybe than they would. Well, uh, you in think a normal about year. it.
0: I mean, we filled up Bud Walton Arena before Halloween. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, it's it's uh, and it's because the basketball team's really good, and the football team struggled this year. And yeah. I, I suspect at other places where football struggled and basketball supposed to be good, it's 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 been the same way. But in the places, particularly in our part of the world, where the football teams are good, um, basketball will start when football's over. Yeah, yeah.
2: I was. Um, I, I, we were talking a little bit about uh, Sam's comments on on NIL and stuff uh, yesterday when he was talking to the press. And I guess you know for um, for the uh, for the person out there that's already made up their mind about all this, you, you know, you'll call it excuse making or whatever. But to me, and I don't know which way this is going to go, one way or the other. Um, but to me, it sounded like a coach whose school, and I'm trying to be fair about this, but there, it's, it sounds like a school that's still trying to find their way to navigate these waters with NIL and how to how to make it all work on, on the football side of things. That's what it sounded like to me.
0: Well, I think what they're trying to figure out is how they're going to get enough money to play the game. Um, because... I'm going to give you an example right now. Let's, let's, let's look at the top four teams in the rankings right now that are going to play in the college football playoff. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and Florida State. I promise you, as certain as we're talking right here, Derek, as certain as we are talking, all four of those schools have NIL budgets in excess of $13 million annually. Mm. All, all of them do. I promise you. Um, we're not anywhere close to that right um you look at Alabama you look at some of these schools that are there we' we're, we're not anywhere close to that guys we're not anywhere close to places and, and, and I hate to say it but I'm not sure we're even as high as Missouri right now um we're behind the eight ball here and I know people don't like to hear that and people you know take that as excuse making and I view who who the coach should be and Nil as separate issues. Um, I don't care who the coach is. I don't care if it's me or you or anybody listening to this program or Sam Pittman or John Gruden. Um, if there's not more NIL money, the schools that don't have it don't have a prayer. And if you think that Arkansas and other schools aren't being outbid every day for recruits, you're absolutely nuts. I mean, you're absolutely crazy. It's happening every day. And it shouldn't be this way, but it is. And I, I – um when I hear coaches talk, and I'm not just talking about Coach Pittman yesterday, when I hear a lot of these guys talk, it, it, it's almost out of desperation uh, because you've got to have it, and I mean you got to have lots of it, and um, there's always so much to go around. And, um, again, I, I, I view that as a separate issue from who the head football coach is because regardless of who that football coach is um, – NIL's where it's at right now, and I hate that it's advanced as fast as it has. And I think that's a lot of what Coach Pittman's saying is that, you know, there's there's this idea, and I think a lot of people had it, was that they knew NIL was coming, they got no problem. But I think a lot of schools had this idea, Derek, frankly, that when all this began that, you know, you'd, you'd set a flat price. You know, we're going to pay all the guys here X number of dollars, and then they can go earn whatever they can go earn. You know, off NIL, off their name, image, and likeness. But everybody's going to get a base, and then you can go from there. I don't think anybody realized, I certainly didn't, that you would have players on teams making over a million dollars. No. I I never imagined. Now, I thought they might do it if they, you know, signed a deal with Dr. Pepper or they signed a deal with Wendy's. But I never imagined a guy might just get a million dollars just for being good. And that's what's going on right now in college sports. And, again, you look at the teams right now that are being mentioned in the national championship breath, they all have huge NIL funds. And this is not going away. I don't have any confidence at all in Congress to pass any meaningful legislation. No. Um, It's going to be debated. Whatever they discuss is going to be debated. It will be turned into a political football, just like everything else is. You'll have party line votes on it, just like you do on everything else. And um, I just don't have a lot of confidence that that's going to happen. So I don't know what the answer is. I don't pretend to know what the answer is. But whether it's Sam Pittman or somebody else – Man, you better have a lot of NIL money right now, or you are not going to get in the game.
2: So so a couple of things here. Any clip I've seen of any of these um hearings on this particular subject, it just involves whatever uh, state that that uh representative or, or senator's from, they're just like, you know, saying go team go. Like they're not doing anything. It's just it's just pom pom waving for, you know, the home state school of whoever that person is. The other thing, and you're so right about this, is that it's the situation. There is there may be a list of one of one who they could bring in here that would just make the floodgates open up. But in generally, any coach that is is coaching football at Arkansas right now is gonna be is gonna have to handle this. It's, it doesn't matter if it's Sam Pittman or whoever. It's not gonna change.
0: Here's the thing that I think people don't understand. When they think about coaches and coaching searches is that in the modern era and and here's what we have to realize and this is hard for me i'm 60 years old this is hard for me it's hard for me to realize that everything i thought about the way college sports ran five years ago is not the way it's run today right yep it's hard for me to accept and i think it is for a lot of people but here's the reality when you go out coach hunting they're interviewing you now as much as you are interviewing them, and it's it's it, it's more so that way than ever before because any prospective coach that you talk to, I promise you, I promise you, right after they get to what am I making, it's how much NIL money you got. Or it might be how much NIL money you got before we even talk about what I'm going to be making. And if the answer is not to their satisfaction, unless it's a guy that, you know, We'll take whatever it is that's offered out there. Um, A lot of these names people throw around, uh, they're going to go to the places with the biggest NIL pool, pure and simple. And, again, I I know people don't like hearing this. I know it makes people mad. I know it sounds like excuse-making. I know that. And I'm right there with you on it. I hate it. But that's where it's at now. That's where it's at. And – you know, some say it's the death of college football. I don't know about that, but it sure makes the game a whole lot different. It's
2: totally, it's totally different. And, uh, you know, in, in the, it, because in the, in the NFL, um, you know, it's supposedly even there's a salary cap and everybody can spend so much. And, and that's it. This is like, if it's the major, Zach was talking about this earlier. It's the major league baseball rules where there are no salary cap. and And really it's old school baseball because there's no luxury tax either. Just spend whatever you want. Now, as AM proved, Chuck, you can spend whatever you want. It doesn't guarantee you you're you gonna have the success no, you're, you're right. hoping for.
0: You're, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. It 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 is no guarantee. Um, you know, it's kind of like the coach that tells you that, you know, if you do everything right, I can't guarantee you that you're gonna win, but I can guarantee you that if you don't, you will not win. And so I can't guarantee, nobody can guarantee that filled NIL coffers will guarantee you a win. I can't guarantee that. Nobody else can either. But I can't guarantee if you don't have it, they're going to be hard to come by.
2: Yeah. Uh, another thing about this week I was thinking about is, um, and I've mentioned this a few different times with people. Uh, we were talking with Clay about it on, on Monday. Um, A&M panicked and fired Jimbo. And that kind of just put accelerant on. And now everybody thinks – I guess including Mississippi State who let uh, Arnett go um, everybody thinks well now if, you, if you're if you thinking about looking for a coach and you're not looking for a coach you're already behind because A&M you know jumped the starting gate and started all this stuff off and I just I just think A&M panicked because they saw Texas is coming in Texas is good we're not as
0: good let's try and fix this well I think the Texas part of it has more to do with it than anything um, I think the fact that Texas is coming into the league and the advantage that A&M has had over Texas uh, in 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 recruiting is now going away. They're 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 right back to being little brother, and I think that they're trying to um, you know they're they they're trying to do everything that they can to alleviate that. And you know here's the thing, and and it's just the truth. I mean A&M's been historically average. Mm-hmm. You know they, they 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 act like they're contenders, and they really never have been. Right. So um, they asked Jimbo to do something that nobody else has been able to do. Now, granted, they, you know, offered him half the state to pull it off. <laughs> but no matter how much money they pay you, um, you know, the, the, that's 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 been their story. And first off, it's a commentary on how hard it is to crack the glass ceiling. But, um, no, money's, money's not the entire answer. There's no doubt about that. But, but. For every case of Texas A&M, there's four of them in the top four right now that took all that money and did something with it. Yeah. So uh, um, here's the one thing about coaches, though. <clears throat> you know, for years it's always been, we'll pay them more than everybody else. I think it's about how much you, you pay, your players are getting paid now. I don't think it's about how much the coach is getting paid. Now he's got he, he he's going to be paid market value and if he wins a bunch of games, he's going to be paid over market value. But I think when you talk about you know pay whatever you got to pay to win, it's about paying the players now. It's not I, about paying the coaches.
2: No, I I think that I think that's absolutely uh what's happening and it kind of happened like
0: overnight. And so I never imagined it happened so fast. Yeah. It has happened so fast.
2: And I still think that, uh, like, like, like you were talking about, like, I still think just people are having a hard time, like, realizing this is where we are now. But this is indeed where we are now. In this, we're in this era now, and it's not the the, the genie is out of the bottle. There, there's not, we're not going back to 2019, where you know it's you know all about signing day and uh, all this other stuff. Like this is this is where we are now, and we got here quickly. And I think people are still you know it's coming at people fast.
0: Well, and so. and 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 the thing that I'll go back to what I said a little bit earlier. This is a separate issue from who the coach ought to be. Yeah, yeah. This is an entirely separate issue because this goes towards house and, and I'm not necessarily talking about Arkansas. I'm 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 talking about all programs out there. This goes to the heart of how good you're going to be moving forward. And it's not going away and I don't think there's going to be an abundance of relief. Now you know the, again that's a separate issue but i think it's it's it, it's going to be an issue that every college program in america is going to have to confront and deal with as we move forward some of them are already doing better jobs than others some of them have more money to work with some of them, you know you're talking about pro sports earlier you got 30 so you got 31 32 teams in a pro sports league they're all in major markets mm-hmm. you know you got hundreds of college football programs out there from small towns to big cities from population centers to little outposts, and so the money's distributed differently, and it's a lot harder to be uniform in a situation like that, as opposed to you're the commissioner of 32 teams and they're all in major cities. Uh, I would think it would be, from the outside looking in, I would think it would be a lot easier to administer that. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online.